From Happy Cat Studio in Indianapolis, Indiana, it's Rick's Rambles podcast for the week of November 1st, 2021. Can you believe it is November already? Without any further ado, let's get right into our Fun Facts of the Week. Fun Facts. Well, it's Thanksgiving month, and I know it's a tradition for many families to sit down and watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on Thanksgiving morning. So this week, we're going to look at 10 fun facts about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Number one, the Macy's Parade was originally a Christmas parade. The Macy's Christmas Parade debuted in 1924 as a way to celebrate the expansion of Macy's flagship Manhattan store, which covered an entire city block and became the self-proclaimed world's largest store. According to the New York Times, the majority of the participants were employees of the store. There were, however, many professional entertainers who kept the spectators amused as they passed by. Beautiful floats showed the old lady who lived in the shoe, Little Miss Muffet, and Red Riding Hood. There also were bears, elephants, donkeys, and bands making the procession seem like a circus parade. All those animals came from the Central Park Zoo. Number two, the parade originally ended with the unveiling of Macy's Christmas window displays. The parade began at 145th Street and Convent Avenue and continued down to Macy's huge store on 34th Street. All along the route, according to the Times, the parade was welcomed by such crowds that a large force of policemen had its handful maintaining the police lines. Some 10,000 people watched Santa, who rode on a float designed to be looked like a sled being pulled by reindeer, to be crowned King of the Kitties, as he was known in that year, and then enjoy the unveiling of the store's Christmas windows. The parade was such a success that Macy's decided to make it an annual event, and it would become the Thanksgiving Day Parade in 1927. Number three, while the parade was not without its controversy, there were objections to the parade early on. Two years after the first parade, the Allied Patriotic Society protested, telling Macy's that it should not be held on Thanksgiving because it would interfere with Thanksgiving Day worship, according to the New York Times and it wasn't appropriate for a commercial company to hold a parade on a holiday. If the company didn't acknowledge its protest, the association declared that it would go to the police commissioner and ask him to revoke the parade permit. Well, of course, the parade went on. Number four, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was not New York City's first Thanksgiving parade. Before the Macy's Parade, there was the Thanksgiving Ragamuffin Parade, an event where local children dressed up as beggars and asked adults on the street for pennies, candy, and apples. The Macy's Parade was such a success that it quickly drove the now-obscure Regamuffin Parade out of business. Number five, the parade's character balloons were inspired by a float. The Balloonatics Float, which, as the name would suggest, was festooned with balloons, inspired the creation of the character balloons. These days... The people who designed the balloons are called balloonatics. Number six, the character balloons in the parade debuted in 1927. Three years after the first annual parade, balloons made their debut. According to the New York Times, the parade included a human behemoth 21 feet tall that had to crawl under the elevated structure at 66th and Broadway, and a dinosaur 60 feet long attended by a bodyguard of prehistoric cavemen and a 25-foot dachshund that swayed in the company of gigantic turkeys and chickens and ducks of most heroic size. 
Also in the parade that year, but not mentioned in the time, was the first character balloon. And do you know what the first character balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was? Well, it was Felix the Cat. Number seven, for a few years there were balloon races. The first year, Macy's had no plans for deflating its balloons, so they were released into the air where they quickly popped with altitude. But all that changed with the 1928 parade. That year, Macy's released five huge figures, an elephant, a 60-foot tiger, a plumed bird, an early bird complete with worms, and a 25-foot high ghost into the sky. While the majority of the balloons in the parade used regular air to stay afloat, these figures were built around helium balloon bodies and were designed to slowly leak the gas. As the New York Times explained, the figures are expected to rise 2,000 to 3,000 feet and are timed by a slow leak to stay aloft for a week to maybe 10 days. By then, it is expected they will have, uh, have alighted in various parts of the country. Whoever returned the balloons would receive a $100 reward. Number eight, the parade's last balloon race was held in 1932. Uh, the parade held its last balloon race in 1932 after two incidents involving airplanes. In 1931, aviator Colonel Clarence Duncan Chamberlain snagged a balloon in midair and towed it back to his home and received a whopping $25 as his reward. Number nine, the parade was broadcast on TV for the first time in 1932. Well, the earlier broadcasts were radio only, so listeners had to use their imaginations. But the first televised parade was not in 1932. That was radio, but it was in 1946 and it was limited to New York local stations only. And at number 10, perhaps the most iconic balloon in the parade, Mickey Mouse made his parade debut in 1934. Macy's designers collaborated with Walt Disney to create the 40-foot-high, 23-foot-wide balloon, which was held down to earth by 25 husky attendants, according to the New York Times. The parade that year also featured the first balloon based on a real person, comedian and vaudeville star Eddie Cantor. There you have it, 10 fun facts about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And it's time for our feel-good story of the week. This week, it's all about an unlikely friendship. A little girl with special needs in Vestaviavilles, Alabama, can't wait for the garbage truck to pull up to her home. Inside is one of her favorite people. On Tuesdays and Fridays, Emma Grace waits anxiously for her best friend, Albert Berry, to pull up to her house. Oh, she loves him. She absolutely loves him, says Emma Grace's mother, Laura, and he loves her, too. It all started with her fascination with big trucks, but quickly became about the people inside those big trucks. The first day that he came through, he started waving to her, Laura said, and she got really excited because for the first time when the garbage truck came through, they saw her back. Well, when her school resumed in-person learning, Emma Grace wanted to bring her new friend to school with her. She asked Barry if she could take a picture with him so she could take the photo to school with her every day. Albert says, that baby made me a birthday card, a handmade birthday card. It said, I love you, and she stuck the picture inside. Touched beyond belief, Barry decided to return the favor. He made Emma Grace a necklace with the same picture, and on the back it says, You are the best part of my day. He carried it with him for several weeks until 
she came home from school, and he could surprise her with it. When he gave her the necklace, Mother said, her face just lit up. He was so proud to give it to her, and she was so proud to receive it. You should have seen the smile on her face. And it made me think that he's the kind of person who should be celebrated. But probably more important than that, he is the kind of person we should all try to be. You know, this gentleman, a garbage truck driver, took a few moments out of his day to wave to a little girl and a very unlikely but rewarding friendship was formed. How can you take a few minutes out of your day, even today, and start one of those unlikely rewarding friendships? As always, I so appreciate you taking a few minutes out of your day and listening to the Rick's Rambles podcast. If you would like to support the podcast, you can buy me a cup of coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Garrett. That would be so much appreciated. Also, you can share it on your social media. Let folks know what you're listening to. And if where you listen to your podcast has a rating system, you could rate the podcast. That really helps with visibility. Once again, thank you so much. You know, there are lots of great Thanksgiving-themed episodes of TV series, and over the next few weeks, I'm going to take a look at a few of those. Today, we're going to look at probably my favorite Thanksgiving episode of any TV series. Do you know what that might be? Well, it's the infamous turkey drop from WKRP. Many of the antics that viewers enjoyed on WKRP in Cincinnati were inspired by real events. In what was just the seventh episode of the series, Turkeys Away, Mr. Carlson conjures up an attention-grabbing Thanksgiving promotion. With the help of Herb and Les, he puts a spin on the classic turkey giveaway and makes for a holiday that won't be forgotten for decades to come. WKRP will drop 20 live turkeys from a helicopter. An idea this original is hard to make up, and creator and writer Hugh Wilson insists that he didn't have to. According to Wilson, this actually happened in real life. In an interview with the Archive of American Television, he explained, Jerry Bloom, who was the general manager of WQXI in Atlanta, told me he had been fired from a Texas station for throwing turkeys out of a helicopter. I said, Jerry, you just won me an Emmy. That's really, really funny. Well, Wilson's longtime friend Clark Brown corroborates this story, fanning the flames of this wild holiday tale. In an interview with CBR.com, Brown said the turkey drop was actually a real incident. It was at a shopping center in Atlanta. I think it was Broadview Plaza, which no longer exists. It was a Thanksgiving promotion. The intent was to share a little holiday cheer with fans of the station, but there wasn't much consideration given to the actual logistics of having livestock on hand. We thought we could throw these live turkeys out into the crowd for, the, for their Thanksgiving dinners, Brown admitted. All of us, we were city boys. We were naive and uneducated, and we thought turkeys could fly. And, of course, they just went splat. Despite this insistence that the story indeed is true, it's been under scrutiny for years. Jerry Bloom's son, Gary Bloom, claims that much of the tale has been <clears throat> dressed up. Get the pun there, dressed up for Thanksgiving. He told CBR.com, contrary to growing folklore and mythical embellishment, the actual turkey drop never took place in Atlanta or at WQXI. It was years earlier in the 60s when Jerry was at a station in Dallas, Texas called KBOX, KBOX.
Fair enough. The time and place may be in question, but the big question is, was there a helicopter? Well, Gary says no, there was no helicopter. For the radio promotion, they did attempt to throw live turkeys out of the back of a pickup truck in a shopping center parking lot, and yes, it created a huge mess. Well, whichever version of this story is closest to the truth, one thing is certain. No one can hear the phrase, oh, the humanity, without imagining Les Nessman watching, horrified, as his bumbling boss pushes flightless birds into a waiting crowd. Maybe the fictional version told in this legendary episode is the one that matters the most. And it's time for our special days of the week. Today, Monday, November 1st, is All Saints Day. It's National Calzone Day, and it's National Deep Fried Clams Day. Boy, I do love me some deep fried clams. Tuesday the 2nd is National Deviled Egg Day. Wednesday, November 3rd, is Give Someone a Dollar Day. And it's National Sandwich Day. What's your favorite sandwich? I'd like to know. Thursday, the 4th, International Stout Day. It's National Candy Day. And it's National Easy Bake Oven Day. Who remembers the Easy Bake Ovens? Friday, November 5th, National Fountain Pen Day. Saturday, the 6th, is National Saxophone Day. And it's National Wine Tasting Day. And Sunday, November 7th, well, Daylight Saving Time ends. And that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of the Rick's Rambles podcast. I so appreciate you listening. Please take a moment and share it on your social media. Until next week, be kind to as many people as you can, as often as you can. We'll start right now, and we'll make the world a better place. 